You have to show up. You have to say what you're doing. Do not downplay it. That's our huge message for today. Do not downplay it. Even if it is a side hustle, you don't have to downplay it. Just show up, say what it is, say why you're excited about it, and excitement follows excitement. This is not your average business podcast because here we are going to discuss how you hit your goals without losing yourself, your values, or your relationships along the way. We believe in the whole person versus the long-term hustle approach and demonstrating to our children what living a life full of purpose is truly about. We're here for the woman who is an aspiring entrepreneur, developing her personal brand, and staying open to the opportunities that come before her. We're here for the woman yearning to find businesses that align with her, her core being, so she can feel in alignment with her life. Come on this journey with us as we navigate this very full season and pursue a life we love. Are you feeling stuck? Are you searching for a greater purpose? Are you craving connection? Perfect. You are in the right place and we're excited to get you one step further than you are today. If you're listening, we have a feeling that you have a business idea on your heart. You know that there is more for you in this lifetime and you're ready to start taking the steps to create your own thing. For some of you, you may be curious, which means that you're just testing the waters and seeing if this is a path you'd like to explore. For others, you've made the commitment to yourself that this is your future. Maybe you're slowly getting there or are ready to dive in today, but either way, you're going to need this episode. Today, Amy and I are going to cover the basics of how to talk about your business idea to other people. And I know you may be getting sweaty just thinking about this conversation, but we're here to tell you that this nervousness, it will be worth it. As humans, we like to stay comfortable and doing anything new, especially talking to other people about what we're doing, more often than not, is met with some butterflies. Yeah. And butterflies aren't a bad thing. It's just your body telling you that you're doing something new. You're doing something different. You're doing something that you're not yet used to. And although it can feel like you're about to throw up, Abby and I will help to prepare you today with some really great tips that you can implement right away so that you can ease that frazzled energy that might come up and show up with confidence. So tip number one, you have to actually talk about your business. And you guys, I was in your shoes not that long ago when I started my blog. I remember it so vividly when people would ask about what I was up to and I would get nervous and say something like, oh, it's just something that I do on the side. Cue my face turning red and me not wanting to go any further into the subject, even if they were showing interest. Another distinct memory I have was when my friend Sarah over at Cherry Blossom Events asked me how I plan to monetize my blog at a networking event that we were both at, and I literally had no idea or plan yet, which didn't feel great. I was at a networking event to meet other small business owners, and I had no idea what my plan was. So the reason we want to have this conversation today is that we have been in your shoes. We remember fumbling through those first conversations, but why do we want you guys to feel more confident and poised in this conversation? 
so that people take you and your ideas more seriously. We'll talk about this again a little bit later, but you also never know who you're talking to, who they know, how they could be helpful to you. Like a lot of networking happens in these little conversations. Yes. And one of my coaching clients, Megan, who is also a purposeful business and purposeful podcast student, she had the same nervous energy as you, Amy, when she was talking about her new business. She would also get really nervous because she was there for bus pickup. She was there at the park. So people just immediately thought that she was working as a stay-at-home mom. And she's like, no, I actually have this, 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 this. But she got nervous. And the reason she got nervous is because she had come from years as a teacher. And she felt really qualified because of her degrees, of her over a decade in the classroom. But she had limited credentials when it came to her mindfulness business. And Megan was always nervous to bring it up because she just didn't feel like she was qualified in that sense. So instead of her fumbling over her words or worse yet, just not bringing it up at all, we rephrased her opening line into something that she could speak confidently on. So it went something like this. Megan would say, you know, I have brought in over a decade worth of classroom teaching alongside a master's degree in education to fill a void I saw within my community. Women everywhere are doing the actions of life, but are seldom being mindful in the process. Many of them simply aren't living life to the fullest. So I've created a platform, coaching, and a community experience to teach women how to find themselves once again. And just those simple changes it can make somebody feel so much more confident. So where Megan was nervous about the credentials and feeling qualified in her business, we were able to pull that in with all the years that she had as a teacher. And I'm glad that we're starting with this one because it's not just true in the face-to-face conversations, but also where you show up online as well. The people who are afraid to post about it, I know that there's people who are listening who are afraid to post about your new business, you are losing out on incredible free marketing. Like your follower, they could have a friend who's interested in that exact offer and suddenly you have a new customer. And I actually tried this out during our last launch. So with LinkedIn, it's a platform that I honestly have not shown up on since I loved corporate America, but it's a platform where I knew many people there, they're interested in starting a podcast. So I went in with a very bold message. I added that you know, people could bring in more value to their customer base. I talked about expanding their network. I discussed how you can create a passive income and passive revenue stream, which these are all hooks for this particular audience. And we had at least one new student join from this post and a handful more join our email list for the next launch. But if I didn't bring it up for this group of people, like we never could have been able to support these individuals in the way that we are now. So when we circle back to the beginning of what you were saying with Megan, what comes to my mind is that if you're listening right now, you should practice. Like, why don't we practice this conversation that we know that we're going to have 50 times a year? You know that when you meet your children's friends, parents, they're going to ask you what you do. So go ahead and practice this in the mirror say something that you feel really comfortable with. Like Megan had to figure out what felt in alignment for her. She wanted to bring up her experience and why it led her to what she's doing. Maybe that speaks to you, or maybe you just want to start completely afresh with what you're now doing. But you have to know how you're going to handle the conversation because it is going to come up and we want to nail that conversation. So the last part that I wanted to bring to your attention is that you never know who you're talking to. 
So if you're going to bring up your business idea, maybe your coworker has a direct tie to someone in the industry. We see this in our own Facebook community often. Someone will share an idea and then comments start rolling in with warm connections that could help support their business. And sometimes what you're doing is going to lead you to your next thing. So we've talked about it before. I started my entrepreneur career by having my own blog. It wasn't a full-blown business in the beginning, although it became one, but it was the most helpful place to launch Expecting and Empowered, which was my first online business. And some of you listening today can remember the days that I blogged at Balanced Aims when we went to dinner with our Purposeful Podcast students. They had actually said that they had found me way back when Expecting and Empowered started. And they had followed my journey to herself and then to pursuing her purpose. So you never know where you're going to go, but you do know that in each of those stops, you're building community, you're building your network, you're building leads. So we really want you guys to think about, you never know who you're talking to. Like I've had this happen so many times where I said, oh my gosh, I really need some more pictures for my blog. And then someone's like, oh, my friend wants to get into taking pictures for bloggers. It literally happens every day. Someone knows someone. Colin sold us a podcast course at a haircut. Like you just never know who you're talking to and how you can show up and serve that person or who they're connected with. People love connecting people. Like that's the cool thing is that people really love to help other people, a lot of us out there. So it's like you have to show up. You have to say what you're doing. Do not downplay it. That's our huge message for today. Do not downplay it. Even if it is a side hustle, you don't have to downplay it. Just show up, say what it is, say why you're excited about it, and excitement follows excitement. If tip number one is to start the conversation with confidence, tip number two is to come prepared with answers to objections. So I've been in sales my entire adult life, and there's rarely a sale that comes in without a small hesitation or some kind of question or even just this back and forth conversation. And these are known as the objections that will come when you bring up your new idea. Kat, Amy, and I, we've talked about this and the fact that the people we were working with in our previous careers they simply had no idea that money could be made in this online marketing type of way. It was a foreign concept to them. So much of our lives previously were getting paid based on, you know, either the time that we spent in the office or on a nursing shift for you, Amy, or, you know, one-on-one with a client like Kat was doing as a registered dietitian. And in my sales role, most of the objections that came in, they were around money. Like, just face it, like people couldn't fathom spending time doing something that wouldn't produce an income. And luckily for me, we had done the research and we had a plan in place to monetize. But that question of how are you going to make money podcasting? Or Amy, you had this with your blog. How are you going to make money blogging? That was something that I answered often. And it might be something that comes up for you. What did you say? Right away, it was like, well, there's different ways. We can do it through sponsors. You can do it through affiliate marketing. You can do it. And like as you started going into these conversations, people are like, wait, wait, what's the sponsor? Oh, is that the thing that's red in the middle of it where you talk about a code? Yep, yep, yep. What's affiliate marketing? Well, you can actually use Instagram as well as your podcast in order to pull those both in. Yeah, I think it's really hard because people that are in a corporate job or a traditional job, they just don't even know like they don't understand the possibility because it is fairly new. 
Like these are new streams. You know, someone monetizing an Instagram account or monetizing a podcast, that's new to them. And they really don't understand how much money you can make doing it. It's like every time that link click, it's like, how much money is that? Is it like six cents? It's like sometimes it's six cents. Sometimes you're selling a course for $250 as well. So just being able to expand their mind at the same time, not as a learning tool to be like, no, you have to do it this way, but just as a, there are other ways to actually make money than these businesses that we had been in previously. Just because they're not aware of the opportunity doesn't mean you should downplay it. Show up and answer that question honestly and boldly. Yeah. And fast forward to today, people from corporate America and my corporate America days, they are so interested in what I'm doing. Many of them are listeners of both herself and pursuing her purpose. But this group of people definitely needed proof of concept. They needed to see that it was possible before getting excited for me. I'm not saying for every single person, but for many of them, now that we you know, have almost 2 million downloads for herself and that pursuing her purpose has just launched our second course, they're like, oh, There actually is ways to make money outside of what we have known and done for our entire lives. And just know that it might be the case for some people in your life too. And just know also that it's not your job to change their mind, but you should still remain confident on why you're doing it and why you're doing it for you. Really focusing on this internal validation instead of focusing on persuading them to believe in you and what you're doing. Focus on the internal staff because that's what's going to help you not only today, but going forward as well. And we did want to mention that there are always going to be people that doubt what you're doing and that we actually as business owners have to become okay with that. So when I was at my nursing job and eventually when I was leaving nursing to pursue entrepreneurship full time, a lot of questions came up. And people would say things that were not nice and they were not kind and they were definitely questioning my decision making because nursing is such a steady, stable job. It really is one of those like safe jobs because you really would have to do pretty bad things to be fired as a nurse. I mean, that's just the honest truth. We need nurses. There's a shortage. So that's a very, very safe and secure job. And so people couldn't imagine that I would leave that safe, secure job for something that was not as safe and secure. But like Abby said, it really wasn't my job to convince them that I was going to be all right or that things were going to work out or that here's our projections. Here's what we're looking at to make this decision. So just know that you don't have to spend your energy convincing every single person that this is a good idea. I believe you need a core group of people around you that are really going to support you inside of pursuing her purpose, purposeful business. We have found that the community aspect is actually one of the biggest parts of our company. So we have these new business owners that are banding together and supporting each other because the truth is, I experienced this when I was going off on my own. I didn't have a lot of people that I knew that were also entrepreneurs. I had to build my network outside of nursing, outside of my friends and family that a lot of them have more normal jobs, quote unquote. That's okay. Like you have to go build your network of people that get it, people that understand, people that have had their aunts say something that's super rude and puts you down. You need that net of people. So our message today is that you do not need to change everyone's mind. 
that is okay. If you have people that don't understand, they don't have to. That shouldn't stop you from doing what you feel like you're called to do and also from showing up confidently. And that's what made it so fun to talk to you, Amy, when we were both going to start our own podcast individually was that you had that vision, you had that mindset of entrepreneurship and no one around me at that point had. So I felt like I talked with you more than anybody during those stages. And now look at us, two businesses owned together. So let's talk about the final tip. The final tip here is to focus on the why, the transformation and not just the details. So you guys know how much I love Simon Sinek. So let's expand on this start with why strategy that he has in his book. He says that people don't buy what you do. They buy why you do it. So when you're having these conversations with people, instead of focusing on the details, focus on what your ICA or your ideal customer avatar, what is he, she, they gaining from the experience? So these are some questions that you can start asking yourself. You can ask yourself, how are they transforming mentally? What are they going to learn? How will their life change because of the offer that I have? And these are just a few of the questions that you should be able to answer when someone asks, okay, so what's your new XYZ business about? Because when you have the answers to those, sharing the why behind it, it just hits at a much different level. I thought that that was also a really great point because you're talking about, okay, you want to think about your ideal customer avatar and what they're gaining from the experience. But I want to remind you guys that the people that you talk to are not all going to fit into that category. So when I was talking to older nurses, it was just like talking about expecting and empowered a workout for pregnant and postpartum people that we were going to sell, it just didn't even process to them. Like they didn't understand Instagram. They didn't understand the business model. Like the conversation was in a way lost on them. But I didn't let that impact me too much because I understood we are not making this for them. They don't understand it and that's okay. So sometimes when you get into these conversations and someone's doubting you, also realize if they're not your ideal customer avatar, they don't have to perfectly get it. Here is your reminder that when you're talking to friends and family, as well as your potential customers, that you really want to focus on the transformation. The transformation is going to be what sells to them. So instead of, I have a blog, it comes out every Wednesday, it talks about motherhood and marriage. We also have a Facebook group that's really cool. Do you want to sign up? You could change it to something like, imagine having advice that answers the challenges you are facing with motherhood and marriage that comes right to your inbox. This along with an online community of mothers that are offering support and encouragement. That's what I'm building. If they show interest in that conversation, that's when you could tell them more or tell them how they could get involved. Simple changes to how you talk can really lead to big results when you are talking about your brand new idea. Okay. So because I love an end of episode roundup, remember these three tips when your palms start to get sweaty and the nervous chatter starts to enter your mind. So tip number one was start the conversation. You actually have to start the conversation and do so with confidence. Tip number two, come prepared to answer objections. And tip number three was to focus on the why, the transformation, and not just the details. 
And Amy mentioned this earlier, but practice with supportive friends or practice in front of the mirror. I mean, you can practice with your dog if you need someone you know that will definitely meet you with kindness. And I promise it will get easier with practice. So we have some homework for you. And this is important. If you're on social, use 30 to 60 seconds to start this conversation in stories or in a post. We had many new podcast students do this in stories in June, and it was so powerful hearing their message and them speaking on their new adventure. So this can be a soft pitch where you're introducing your big idea in an open way, like how Amy just talked about with her blog. And it's a bonus if you take Pursuing Her Purpose. We'll share to our stories and help you gain more followers, get more eyes on your platform. And this is a way to encourage others in this community to start pitching as well. So just remember, don't overthink it. You got this. Believe in your big idea. And now it's time to start speaking about it with confidence.